This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. We may be a comic duo, but we take mental health very serious. BetterHelp is the world's largest therapy service and is completely online. BetterHelp is a network with over 30,000 licensed and experienced therapists who can help you with a wide range of issues. To get started, answer a few questions, and BetterHelp can match you with the right therapist from their network. You can message your therapist at any time and schedule live sessions when it's convenient for you. If your therapist isn't the right fit for any reason, you can switch to a new therapist at no additional charge. With BetterHelp, you get the same professionalism and quality you expect from in-office therapy, but with a therapist who is custom-picked for you, more scheduling flexibility, and at a more affordable price. Get 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com slash amp. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash amp. Good morning. Grab your coffee, grab your tea. I have coffee and it is a iced mocha with almond milk, no whip. Not for any reason other than I just like the taste of it. So I am drinking that. It's a nice little iced coffee. Because it's 55 in the Midwest today. Hello, I have a t-shirt on. That's nice. So I wanted to catch your attention here super, super quick because a few people have reached out to me and said, how do you make it look so easy? And they're talking about my book sales and being added to a bookstore, being accepted into a bookstore, I guess I should say. And they're asking about my energy. And I said, you know, it's not easy. Um, I am constantly with the computer or the phone in front of me. Um, My husband always says, you work at least 80 hours a week. So I have a regular job. I have a nine to five, Monday through Friday. And then as soon as five o'clock hits, I'm either working on the Anxiety Podcast, the Clopin Effect Podcast, my third book. There's three, going to be three books by March. Um, working on the trademarks and copyrights of all of what was mentioned. Um, working on socials because we love posting socials on the Clopin Effect because we like to hear from people and see what their answers are and obviously, you know, just keep our listeners up and followers up to date with what's happening. And also with the anxiety too, I like to post memes because that's our that's the funny side of it. Some of these that I speak on are a little more serious, but the anxiety Facebook and Instagram is just, it's more for fun to just kind of give you a break from everyday stress and, and hopefully laugh a little bit. So hopefully we're doing that for you. But what I want to chat about really, really quick is working on promoting what you're doing after the work is done. So that is super hard because you put all your energy and I'm just going to use my example as always. I'm always just going to share real life stuff here and tell you what I did and then suggest, you know, offer suggestions for you if you are doing the same thing. I did have three people reach out and say, I have always wanted to write, <laughs> excuse me, hold on, more coffee, one moment. Okay, now we're good. Uh, I had three people reach out to me so far and say, I've always wanted to write a book. I have the idea, I have some of it written down. Will you help me? And of course I said, yes, I said, I'm not perfect. My book's not perfect. You know, I found another error. I had to re-upload it. Um, It is not as detailed as I wanted it to be. So the third book's going to be even better. You know, some of the margins might be a little bit off, but I will be happy to help you. Um, 
set up your book and share with you everything that I know so far. And every day I feel like I'm learning. And I think that's fantastic. And then they also said, how are you promoting it? Because promoting after all the work is done is hard, I think. So what you do is you do all the work, you write your books, you put them out there, and then you go, whew, all right, now I'm going to take a, a week off. But you can't. You have to promote what's out there. You have to promote your work. So you're exhausted from writing the book or from starting the new business or you know whether it's online or brick and mortar or whatever you're doing, and then you got to promote it. It's almost like, which no idea if this is a super great example, it's almost like cleaning your entire house, looking around going, wow, it looks beautiful, and then having to maintain it and having to clean it again the following week. It's kind of like that. You know, if you can fit if you can f- have the feeling of cleaning your entire house or even maybe just one room, looking at it and going, it's perfect. And then the kids come home or the spouse comes home or you know, people stop over and then you have to maintain it or you have to clean it again. And it's like for the next round, right? And it's like, "Oh my gosh, it is never ending." That is what promoting is. It's never ending. On my personal Facebook page, I am hoping my family and friends are super sick of seeing me talk about my book because that means I am promoting correctly. If they're snoozing me for 30 days because they don't want to hear about my book, my job here is done. I have promoted it enough. (laughs) But if I didn't do that, I wouldn't have over 200 sales in the past week which many of them are family and friends that I promoted to on my Facebook page. And I don't have a million friends. I have amazing friends that support, and that's all that matters. You don't have to have a million. So with that being said, how do you get the energy to promote after the work is done? And you know, another example would be, you get the interview, you get the job, then how do you keep promoting yourself like you did in that per, that interview or getting the job? Like how do you continuously tell your boss, "I'm amazing, this is why you hired me." Right? Or if you're a parent, you know, you parent all day long and then one extra thing comes up and you're like, "Okay, how do I continue with this?" Right? So, Promoting your work after it's completed is a crucial step in reaching your target audience, gaining the recognition, maximizing the impact, right? So just a couple things that I want to mention that I think would help, right? First of all, build anticipation. Let people know, you know, before the work is complete, start building the anticipation, kind of, you know, do a couple drops of, you know, just like, Behind the scenes, sneak peeks, here's some teasers. You know, for me with my book, I shared, so my book has short stories in it. It's super quick. They're not super detailed. It's like, here's what happened. Here's how I got over it, basically is what it is. You know, a lot of people have said it is so relatable. And then you offered some healing advice of what I did. You know, again, I am not a therapist, but I've been through every single story that's in my book. In book 
two of this similar short story thing is coming out, but I sent more, I wrote more details and stuff on it uh, just because I feel more comfortable now. The first book, I was a little guarded. You know, I didn't want anybody to think that I still talk to, that it was about them because it's not. It's people that I don't talk to anymore or see anymore. But anyways, so build anticipation. So what I did last year, knowing that I was writing this book, is I would just kind of send out a blurb like, hey, I'm writing this book. Can you share your experience with, you know, direct message me about this? And I really gained some insights from people that helped me complete the book because they would give me examples or they would relate to something that I asked. And then I genuinely generated excitement because I was excited. So I wanted to generate excitement from my friends and family, right? So I just kind of shared where maybe it would show a little bit of interest where people would write back, whoa, can't, can't wait to read it. You know, so you have to build an anticipation. You may want to keep it a secret, but if you want sales immediately, as soon as it's live and ready to sell, whether it's a craft, a book, anything, whatever you're doing, artwork, anything that you're doing, you do have to generate a little bit of excitement pre-finishing the project. Because the second it goes live, you want to see sales, sales, sales coming through, which is, I was very fortunate I did. Um, I probably could have done a little more anticipation, you know, building the anticipation last year, but I was so into writing the book and getting it finished by New Year's 24 that I just, I just didn't do it as probably as much as I should. Now I'm promoting it a lot, you know, and then the aunts and, and the family members and the sister-in-laws are all supporting it because they knew it was coming. Now it's here. Now let's do it. So it's really exciting. So of course you want to create compelling content, right? You want to make sure that what you're selling people want, right? So you, for me, it was, for me, it was more of a healing. My stories for me was like, let's put them on paper. Let's talk about them. Let's share how I got over them. And then I was done with them. I let them go. My soul let them go. It feels so amazing. But I also wanted to make sure that my content was going to be, excuse me, was going to be relatable it was going to be something like there are 28 stories in the first book. I want people to read it and at least be able to relate to two or three stories. And so far, it seems like they have. I want it to be interactive. I want people to know that they are not alone. And so that was my background. Now, so for you, with your craft or with your art or with anything that you're doing, you know, how are you going to get people to engage? How are they going to relate you're selling to people something that you came up with in your mind and in your soul and you used your whole body and your brain and everything to build it. How are you going to engage with those that are going to buy it? How are you having them relate to you? It's very important, I think. And obviously the next one is use, utilize social media. Uh, it's There's so many different platforms. You know, you got X, you got Facebook, Instagram. Uh, there's, just, there's just so many. Those are just the popular ones, right? There are so many. So make sure that you grab that target audience. You use eye-catching visuals. You use compelling captions. You know, make sure that you got the hashtags. You know, consider running maybe some small ads if you can. Um, maybe you could do some sponsored posts to reach a wider audience of those that will be engaging interested interested in what you're selling. So just a thought there. Obviously, you you will get back what you put in, 
right? Or you will get back what you put out when it comes to ads. So make sure that if you do decide to run some ads or some sponsored posts, that it really is engaging those that would be interested. I made the mistake on one. I spent almost $1,000 on a ad that I thought would bring in the right people, and it didn't. It brought in a bunch of robots from Facebook. I was so mad at Facebook. It brought on a bunch of robots, a bunch of sales, and I just didn't, I didn't, um, make it specific and enough. So definitely learned my lesson last year. It was a thousand dollars. Just, I could have just thrown it out the window and given it to my neighbors. Cause that would have been better. Um, and then with that, you have to engage with the audience. So what we do on the Clopin effect is we'll ask a question and you know, I'll leave it for an hour, especially if it's during the workday, right? Cause I don't do anything during the workday. I have my workday and then I have my podcast nights and weekends. So I'll post a question. And at the end of my work day, then I go back and I answer every single person. Like we've asked things like, what are you putting on your burger? Or what's the first thing you do when you get home from work? Or what's the one thing that could really make your day? You know, so we engage that way. On the anxiety one, it's a little bit different. So the book's a little more serious, even though there is some funny, funny content in there. Um, the audience on anxiety pod, uh, on the podcast, yeah, on Facebook or Instagram, they just want fun. They want funny. They want short stuff, pictures. They don't look at too many videos. So that's our audience. So we have to engage with our audience the way that, you know, has been kind of, uh, brought to us. Right. So, you know, some people send messages or they comment or, you know, anything like that on, on our, um, on our memes, like the funny uh, quotes that we make, which actually is our second Anxiety Makes Me Poop book. It's all the quotes from there that really um, had a lot of hits, you know, a lot of likes and stuff. So yeah, engage with your audience. Make sure you know your audience. Um, There are some great tools on the social media, on the social media that can show you um, you know, different graphs and stuff. So, you know, when to post, I know Cass works on our TikTok accounts and she's learned that no one is really on TikTok for our pages before 8 PM. So anything she does, she posts after 8 PM and that's when we get our, you know, a TikTok, it's still building for us where Facebook's a little busier, but she's learning to look at all that kind of stuff, like all the stats and all the, you know, graphs and all the, you know, all that kind of stuff. So um, that one's going to be building up here real soon, especially in 2024. Really excited to see what she does there. Um, You can collaborate with influencers. Now for us with, um, for us with the podcasts, who we collaborate with is guests, you know, small business owners, those, you know, that would be for the Clopin effect. Small business owners have come to our studio, our basement studio, we call it, and we interview them and we promote their business. And all we ask is that they promote the Clopin effect. With anxiety, we have guests on to talk about relatable stories that our listeners will, you know, listen in, know that they're not alone. And then we offer, um, we were sponsored by BetterHelp to offer any kind of help that, that someone's needed that's listening that might be relatable and struggling. So two completely different podcasts. Um, so, but if you want to collaborate with influencers, because maybe you have a makeup line or an art line or something, you know, you want to partner with influencers, bloggers, maybe you want to ask for a review from someone, you know, maybe you want to just send a couple things out to people. Don't ever stop doing that. Because collaborations can really expand your reach without you doing much, but reaching out to them and saying, hey, I have this product. You know, if if we can work with this, 
you know, can you review it on your, you know, TikTok page with maybe that influencer has 1 million followers on TikTok. So if they, even if it's just a, a half a minute on speaking on your item or your product or your whatever it is that you're selling, it could bring in a lot, a lot of revenue. It could bring in a lot of reach. It could generate a buzz around your project. So try to utilize that too, where we are as a podcast, ours is a little bit different. Um, or like, even for me, like I collaborated with a bookstore for my book. So, you know, if, if you want to go into br- uh, brick and mortar or something like that. So there's influencers online or there's a whole bunch of st- different stuff you can do. And you know, what was surprising to me are the guests that we've had on Clopin, where you just weren't sure if they would want to come. And then all of a sudden they're like, heck yeah, let's do it. And that is so exciting to have that yes answer. So that's kind of what I crave for, you know, we'll send out 10 different emails and we'll get one yes. And that yes is just phenomenal. And they're happy to be here. We've actually gotten now we're celebrating three years here this month on the Clopin effect. And we've actually gotten to the point that people reach out to us now. We don't have to reach out and ask for guests, which is super cool. So you will get there as well. So SEO, I am not super fantastic with this, but you have to optimize it. Search engine optimization. Um, get with someone that knows, but really it's about using relevant keywords, meta tags, descriptive titles that are really gonna, you know, like for example, our anxiety makes me poop. That gets a lot of hits because of the name it's copyrighted, it's trademarked, you know, so when people look it up, it's coming up as us, you know, no one else has it. So that's super neat. Um, I would definitely suggest having someone that is good with optimizing SEO uh, search engine, you know, using words and stuff, get with them. Um, maybe they could help you out for free if it's someone that is the influencer that you're working with, or maybe, you know, maybe spend a little bit of money on learning how to get um, SEO uh, integrated into anything that you post, you know, and that could just be hashtags as well. So um, work on that. I am not super great at it, but we've been fortunate enough to be able to use the right words and such where it does bring traffic. So um, again, you know, everyone is unique, especially with the business. So network and partner with others. We are on our chamber here, our city chamber, and they are phenomenal. Um, they are the biggest support of every company that is on in their chamber. It's phenomenal. They do ribbon cuttings. They do network opportunities, different kinds of events, different kinds of projects, super fun things. Now, a lot of their things are Monday through Friday during the week when Cass and I are working. So we really haven't been able to be involved in it, but you know what? They will comment on a post of ours. Let us know that they're there. They'll share a post of ours. Um, they'll respond back to something that we may comment on their posts. So that is all networking. They are strong partners. So maybe if you want to get with your chamber or if you want to get with other businesses, I think that is phenomenal to do. And it's a very small amount to get on with your chamber. I don't, you know, every chamber is different, but yearly uh, fees, it's not that much. And I, if you have a strong chamber, you definitely want to join that because it's, it's a phenomenal, it's a phenomenal step for your company for your business. You might want to offer some special promotions or discounts. Uh, when my first book came out, I did it free for one week, the ebook, go ahead and have it free. And then I got a lot of pages read, right? Which is how you make money on Amazon, you know, pages read or, 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 uh, sales, you know? Um, so you might want to offer some special promotions or discounts. It's not a bad thing. If you sell, I'm just going to use like a piece of artwork to maybe throw in a little something like, you know, 
whatever it is. I mean, even if you can only afford a handwritten note that comes with it, people love it. Love it. Do it. Um, if you could do a discount, like Aeon Gallery here, our friends in and Richmond, they are having a special with one of their amazing artists there. And right now in this month, every piece of art from this artist is 20% off. And sure enough, he's selling. So, you know, and, and that that's brick and mortar or that's online or that's anywhere. You know, try to do a small promotion. Not enough where you're going to lose money, but enough where it's going to bring in some traffic, right? It's going to bring in some people. It's going to get that buzz going, Okay. Always measure and analyze your results. Take a look at what you did last year. So we, we've we been around for the Clopin Effect for three years, and our neat little website that we have our, our, our host is Captivate, and that's for our podcast, and they have phenomenal um, analytics. And so I look at what were we doing last year, or how come last February was so strong. What did we do? Well, it could have been the guests that we had, or it could have been what we talked about. So do we have to kind of get back to that? Yeah, we do. Or two years ago, what were we celebrating? You know, we celebrated 100 episodes or uh, in two weeks on the 19th, um, we're going to celebrate three years. That's huge. People want to listen in on that. They want to celebrate with you. And then you got to bring uniqueness every single time. So yeah, engage in the metrics, look at the conversion rates, look at your sales. Don't get obsessed. I'm a little obsessed right now. I try not to be, but I am just that person every single day with my cup of coffee in the morning. I log in to see how many books I've sold. I mean, I'm, I'm very fortunate that it shows new sales every day for now, but that's going to slow down and then I'll, you know, try to have to figure something else out. Right. Um, but yeah, just, you know, don't, don't obsess over it, but definitely look at it because you got to learn from your analytics. You have to learn from them. You know, you have to be strategic in that plan. So, um, and you know, do, even if it's not, even if numbers is not your thing, it's okay. Take a look at what you do understand and say, Oh, what was I doing last week at this time? Or what did I do last month at this time? And do it again if it brought up a whole bunch of, you know, clicks and hits and all that fun stuff. Uh, the next thing is stay consistent and persistent. I think this one is where maybe some of us fall a little bit behind on. Life gets in the way. Life gets in the way and we can't stay consistent. The nice thing is online social media, you go to, um, I think it's like the meta business. You can schedule posts. Like if you only have Sunday to work on things, you can schedule the whole week of posts. Um, you can also schedule them on Instagram. That way you look online to stay consistent, but you may be doing something else Monday through Friday, right? So that's what I have to do on Sundays. If I want to post anything during the day, I have to schedule it. Because Monday through Friday, nine to five, I'm at my other job. And that's not fair to do anything else but that job that's paying me to work nine to five, right? So I work, you know, everything gets scheduled on a Sunday and then it goes through. And then at the end of the day, then I respond to everybody. So um, yeah, stay consistent, stay persistent. Don't be afraid. So when we first started uh, three years ago on the and I was kind of afraid to like post three times a day. I'm like, oh, that's going to be too much. People are going to snooze us. Who cares? If they're snoozing you, you're doing your job, right? If they're like, wow, yeah, I see all your posts. There's a lot. Yes, because I'm doing my job. Think of it that way. We are in a world of self-promoting. Promote yourself. Do it. And don't be afraid. Three to four times a day, who cares? 
one person snoozes you, someone else is going to support you every single time. My husband clicks a heart or a like on every single post, and not once in these three years has he ever told me he was sick of seeing my post. Now, yeah, that's my husband, number one fan, right, for for us. But, um, but I also have friends that do too. I have friends, not even best friends, just friends, acquaintances, people that I work with that click like on every single post, and they never say anything about being sick of it. They always say, that is so fun. You're so fun. That was a cute post. Or, wow, I didn't even know that happened. They will send me a text. They'll send me a Snapchat and say, holy cow, that's really funny. Or look at all the responses you got on this one or, you know, anything like that. So if people are getting sick of your posting, you're doing your job. Think of it that way, right? Think of it that way, but make sure it's engaging. Make sure it's engaging, right? So implement some of these strategies, you know, implement these approaches and you can effectively promote after your work is completed. So, right, this is, you do all the work, you know, Cass and I and Bestie had had the thought three years ago of, you know what, let's do a podcast. Podcasts are all the rage right now. Let's do a podcast. And then we built on it. We built on it. And then the first episode came through and it wasn't perfect. But then like the second one, third, and now it's like, we just know every single week, almost, almost every single week we get together, we either have a guest or we have something to talk about because we know we have to stay consistent. We have to stay persistent. And then I you know, I'll share what we're going to be talking about, or I'll ask some questions to our followers so that we can talk about it on the podcast. And then with anxiety, I come down here, I get an idea and I think, you know what, I just went through that. I'm going to share it with you. And that's why we're here right now. I'm sharing it with you because, you know, yesterday I was exhausted and I thought, oh, I don't feel like posting. I don't feel like talking. And then I went online and I sold nine books yesterday and I thought, well, I'm doing something right. So let's keep going. And it just drives you to keep going. So, you know, and that's, that's in life. That's anything, whether if you don't have a business, maybe you just have an idea, stick with the idea, stick with it. You can do it. Just bring it to light, you know, write it all down, type it all out, whatever you need to do, make that outline and just look at it, stare at it. And it it will come to you what you want to do. You will be successful. Or even if it's just work, or I shouldn't say just work, right? We all get to work. So that's amazing, right? We get to work you know, we like things, right? So we like to make sure we have money for payments that we spend, you know, on cars and whatever else and a roof over our heads. So if it's work, you know, wake up in the morning and think, I'm going to do it today. I'm going to do it. Don't wake up and be like, ugh, another day. Here we go. No, stay consistent and persistent in your mind that you are going to be the best that you can be today. Just do it. Just do it. All right. Did I yell at you enough? I'm so loud sometimes. Sorry about my voice. It is definitely not a radio host voice, but I don't care because y'all still listen. <laughs> no 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 numbers have dropped on anxiety makes me poop, so I appreciate you. Uh so, well, anyways, thank you for listening. You can do it. Let's all be successful in 2024. Let's just freaking do it. We got this. Do the work after the work. Thanks for listening. Talk to you next time. Thank you.